And a good Friday afternoon to you. And yes, it is time for the McFarland Show here on this gorgeous Friday afternoon. Hope everybody's enjoying this beautiful day here in Middle Tennessee. Beautiful if you're a duck <laughs> or a canoe. Gorgeous duck weather outside. <laughs> it's exactly kind of duck what stuff. What a pile of you crap love, today is. You love it if you're a duck. It's beautiful duck day. <laughs> It's wet on the outside and in the pond. Both. It's all around. It is gross. Gross, gross, gross. And I don't think it's going to get much better tomorrow either. But nonetheless, we're here. It doesn't matter. We're inside. But be careful if you are out there because there is a lot of standing water. Darren and Justin here. We're live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Again, where it's warm, it's dry, it's fantastic. It's not duck weather. DJ Damon has... His burnt orange on? That's not UT orange. It's more like Texas. Yeah. Let's man. hook him horns. Maybe he's switching. Who knows? This is more like I'm tired from 10 hours last night. He just put those up close to what I can. Yeah. Oh. Let's hook him horns. Okay. Right. It's, it's burnt orange, though. It is close to the color of my car, actually. TC, TSU, where you out last night? Pretty much. But, it, hey, TSU won. So, congratulations to Big Blue. You know, good, change, good game at the end. But that's about all I can say. <laughs> all you can say. <laughs> women don't need to go into double overtime, though, the women's game. Did they play Tarleton State? No, they played Lindenwood. <laughs> Lindenwood. Lin- Lin- yeah. Lin- yeah. <laughs> that's even worse. I only know they No, are. it's not worse. <laughs> no, it's not. It's we, not worse than Tarleton leave State. Leave the people from Lindenwood alone. <laughs> Tarleton What's State about is the those? worst. Dogs, lions, or something like that. Actually, I think the new worst is the team that we learned about from California. Yes, Lincoln. Lincoln. Lincoln yeah, University of California. That's the new worst. Yeah, they, they, there's some things there. Ooh, ooh. There's some things there uh, that are problematic. We are going to talk to uh, John McClain, the great John McClain uh, from down in Houston in about 25 minutes or so. Great. So we will talk to John. We're looking forward to that. The Hall of Fame is out. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. It's out. All right. And uh, somebody he did a, a sit-down with, one Andre Johnson, is in. Rightfully so. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Rightfully so. And so we'll talk about that and a lot more with John McLean, uh, McLean coming up at 2.30. 3 o'clock, we'll head to Cleveland. We'll talk to the Tony Grossi. Two legends, by the way. McLean in Houston, Tony Grossi in Cleveland. Those are two legend Media members, people have been covering sports in that market for decades upon decades upon decades. So we'll talk to Tony Grossi about Bill Callahan, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. coming to town. Yes, yes. And oh, exciting. by the way, the, yeah. I don't know if you've seen, have we talked about this? I think Talk I sent what? it to you, right? No, what I don't think we did. What happened? Um, the Browns purchased 176 acres. I did see that. Oh. Now I haven't. We haven't talked about it, but I mm. absolutely saw it. They released a statement. All that. Yeah. And guess what they're talking about? Dome. Dome football. Football in Cleveland could be a game changer for the market. Dome football. Guess what else they're talking about in Chicago? Dome. Yeah. Dome. Yeah. Football. Remember how many times I've said on this show I don't understand why. You don't build a dome in every market, especially in the north or northeast. Why would you not 
build a dome. Chicago, it makes a lot of sense. And Not it that makes, it doesn't make sense. No, it in makes Cleveland, the most sense. But it makes a lot of sense in Chicago. Yeah, why? Beyond just Bears football. Yes. Um, it makes sense as far as the city is concerned because there are things that you cannot do in Chicago. At Soldier Field. At Soldier Field. Yeah. Like the Final Four. Like instance, everything like that everything. we talk about here. But the Final Four is a non-starter in Chicago because now they play the Final Four mostly in stadiums now, not in just arenas. They play the Final Four in domes now. Think about it, Justin. What does Chicago – they don't hardly get anything. Well, they can't. They don't have the facility. Right. That's the point. They're the third largest market in the country – and they they rarely host any big event that we talk Not about. Really big event? No, I mean they can't. I mean they had the draft the first couple of years. They moved it out of they Radio did. City Music Hall and really laid the the groundwork. They did for what we. I would agree with that. Turned the draft into. They were the first draft of that at uh, what's the, the park? Draft. What's uh, Grant Park? Grant Park. Thank Ulysses you. Thank S. You. Grant from Chicago. Grant Thank Park. And, you know, so they held it out there. It was a big success uh, and has laid the groundwork for everything that the draft has been since then for every other city. That was kind of the the thing. But as far as stuff like the Final Four, you can't play it in Chicago. There's nowhere to play it. No. The only way you can play it is at the United Center. No. And they moved out of that business Long de- time ago. decades ago, two decades ago. And I think we looked it up since this program. I think the last arena for the Final Four was the old uh, was the Meadowlands, I think. Uh, in New Jersey back in the mid-90s. The Meadowlands? Yeah. The Meadowlands Arena? You don't remember? The Arena Meadowlands? Yeah. yeah. It's where the Nets used to play. The New Jersey Nets used to play when you know before they moved before to Brooklyn. Before they went to Brooklyn? Yeah. They played in the Meadowlands Arena uh, before they moved. Uh, you, don't, you don't remember. This, this is surprising. You don't remember that. Is this right next to the... East Rutherford? Are you talking about an East Rutherford? I guess so. I never looked at exactly where it is, because but that was the arena. They played in the Meadowlands. The, there was an arena there, and they called it Izod. I think it was called Izod Arena. Well, maybe it was different. Maybe it was Maybe it was different. I'm not okay. sure. But they absolutely played in the Meadowlands up there and, and where the Nets used to play. But that was the last time the NCAA held the Final Four inside an actual, you know, a Bridgestone Arena-like arena, a 20,000-seat arena. arena. Since then, they've moved into Dome territory, and that's where they've been. So if Chicago wants to get into that game, and guess what? Cleveland can be invited to that party, too, if they build a Dome. Well, look, they can get the Super Bowl, and they can get the Final Four, and uh, you know whatever else. If anything, even if it's a one-off, which it probably will be, probably will it's be. worth it for a one-off. Yeah. A unique opportunity. It, it brings revenue that your your city will never see because the, you know I don't think the Super Bowl going seen to this point. I don't think the Super Bowl is going back to Minneapolis anytime soon. No, but, but they, they went got that everything. One time. Well, they got the Final Four well, a couple times now, but yeah, the they one time. Super Bowl. Yes. they got the Final Four. And I think the Final it, Four could come back. I think the Final Four to me, would come back. Somewhere. It's already worth it. Yeah, it's already worth it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But for Chicago, Chicago is like everything we've talked about here. It's the same thing for Chicago. Like all the stuff where this oh, new man. stadium is going to change for this market, it's going to change for Chicago again. I why on earth? They, so it looks like both are headed that direction, which is really interesting, especially on the Cleveland part. It just tell it just goes to show you. Yeah, everybody is now starting to figure out and understand this big business that it is. Yeah, and how much money it generates for a a city and a market. And realizing, you know, it's probably a yeah. good idea to do that. Listen, real quick on the Final Four. This is the future sites. They've already announced the Final Four through 2030, Darren. Okay. Through 2030. This year, the Final Four is going to be in Phoenix. 
Uh, do you think they're going to play where the Suns play ball? No. They're going to Mm-mm. State Farm Stadium out there. They're going to the Dome. Glendale. Glendale. Um, State Farm Stadium out there. Then, in 2025, San Antonio. What's in San Antonio? Alamo Dome. The Alamo Dome. Now, the Alamo Dome is a older dome at this point, mm-hmm. but they're still willing to go play at the Alamo older dome kind at this point. surprises me, really. In San Antonio. Uh, 2026 is Indianapolis at Lucas Oil. 27 is Detroit at Ford Field. 28 is Las Vegas at Allegiant. 29, they're doing Indianapolis again. Mm. Yeah, again at Lucas Oil. And then in 2030, they're doing uh, AT&T Stadium in Dallas or Arlington or whatever. Yeah. But those are all Arlington. domed, all of them. So if you want the final four, you got to get in the dome business. Well, football dome. Yeah. Football, football dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then hopefully then, then I guess we need to be start talking about thir- 2031. 2031. At that point, the dome final would four be here. four years old at that point. Yeah. Well, we need to get in that uh, rotation yeah. now then. Yeah. Start bidding. 2031. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty interesting. All right, we'll, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, Gentry Estes wrote an interesting article in the Tennessean. I don't know if people have seen it. The headline reads this. The Tennessee Titans sure are trying hard to make you like Rand Carthon. We'll discuss next here on the McFarland Show, WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house, so I asked him how he did it. And he smiled, and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more, and he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers. Folks like me who get the runaround from banks. And he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number. 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 859-9599. 859-9599.
buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473, buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio. You can watch the show every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Don't forget on our YouTube page, if you type in WNSR Live, one word, you can chat with us. Like Eric in Columbia. He says hello. Good afternoon, fellas. Afternoon. Good afternoon, Eric. Thanks for listening, as always, man. Yes. Hope you're pumped for Super Bowl 58. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate in Columbia, speaking of Columbia, on our text line said, did you guys know that Syracuse football has more NFL Hall of Famers than Alabama football? Um, I, I guess so. Well, there was a time uh, yeah. when, you know, Syracuse, Syracuse was, was pumping out. 60s, they were pumping Power out. House. Players. Powerhouse. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's. It made movies about it. For one, it was, it was running back you. Yeah. Well, there was, you know, some, some racial tension in the country back then. And Syracuse was a place where some people could go and get some opportunities they couldn't get in other places. Um, and that's, that's all I think I need to say about that. Everybody understands what all that means. So I think that's uh, part of the reason why they've had some of the success that they've had, at least historically, for sure. But a good tidbit by Nate. Sure. Um, I brought up Gentry Estes, who is the fine columnist for the Tennessean. The headline reads, reads, the Tennessee Titans sure are trying hard to make you like Rand Carthon. Of course, that is the Titans general manager. And he says the new Titans front office launched a public relations campaign in the past week where they did sit-downs and gave in-house interviews for the Titans to promote on their platforms rather than independent media covering the team. And he just goes on to basically talk about Chad Brinker was a part of this, and this was on the official Titans podcast. And I'm just trying to, you know, this is a well-written article by Gentry. He said, um, Carthon explained why he didn't attend the Super Bowl. And uh, he and the podcast host defended that decision at length and instead stayed back to help interview assistant coaches for Brian Callahan's first staff. Look, it's just, it's a lot of this, right? Talking about this and Chad Brinker. And the point of this is to say, Mm -hmm. your guy isn't made available to the media. He's not 
He's not doing pressers. He's not doing much at all, except for now, just team stuff. We know Amy Adams Strunk does this stuff. I don't know why. I don't get it. But apparently, she's the owner, and if that's what she wants to do, that's fine. That's that's her choice. Uh, and it's all and it's also people's choice to have their opinion about that, and people do, and platforms like this as well. So he's just basically saying, you you know, you're when you do this, and you've heard me say this. You can do whatever you want. It's your freedom. It's your right. It's not against the law. But it's also the right of people to draw their own conclusions because you're not talking, right? You're not saying anything. So mm-hmm. if you're not going to say anything, then people are going to draw up their own narratives, right? Yeah. They're going to they're gonna do their own storyline. And again, that's your prerogative to handle things however you want. It's also people... And there are people in this business, as we both know, yeah. that will take full advantage of that. Oh, man. <laughs> to, to the nth degree. Oh, man. And, right, they'll make show after show after show, oh. drawing up their own conclusions, oh, yeah. make, creating their own storyline. About things they know not of. That they know nothing about, but no one's talking, so they're like, fine, I'll talk. I've had to tell so many professionals what you just said so many times. I've had I've had to have this conversation with believe it or not Darren and this is a true story police captains and police chiefs about why well the media is out here putting out all this stuff well sir you won't speak to us <laughs> so people are still wondering what happened at the house on the hill so what's so if the you answer guys don't to that? provide me with details about what happened on the house of the hill I'm making a, yeah, a scenario sure. you know if you guys won't tell me what's going on at the house of the hill then yeah we're gonna we're gonna ask the neighbors across the street and yeah I know they don't know I know that they don't know. They only know what they know. But you guys won't tell us anything. So what? What? So we'll what do you, go what with you who's talking. Do? Yeah, these people are talking. Yeah, so they fill the vacuum. People want it's what they don't. And you said, "What's the answer to this?" And and I'll say from from the news law enforcement thing. Sometimes police departments don't get don't really get because they're in crime solving mode. So they don't understand the need or the desire for the public to know. They don't understand why that's a big deal. They they really don't. They're like, listen, it'll be better once we get whoever did this off the street, and then we can talk about it then. But before then, it really doesn't matter. You know, let people say, or or then it bothers them. Then they got a problem or, or whatever. All right, but that's the that's their mentality. Is Don Aaron still the? Spokesman for the well, when Metro I police? when I say this, I'm not talking about Metro. I just want to be very clear. Oh, okay. this is gotcha. this is not a, no, no Metro is very different. Don, yes, Don Aaron is, is they the have, spokesperson. They, they know They've they got a whole to. apparatus, yeah. Yeah. Okay. built a whole department. But you go to Gallatin. I don't want to call out a okay. municipality. Okay. It gets. Me I'm in just trouble. trying to say you're you're going outside when the you Davidson go to County. the smaller, more rural communities. Gotcha. Let's just call it like that. Okay. And, you know, you get the you, – you, you, you start operating with sheriff's departments and things like that. They may not understand the need. Why does everybody need to know? Why is this creating a thing? Don't you understand we're trying to solve this and we need everybody to get off our back while we try to get this thing? You know, and then after we get this guy, then maybe we could talk about it a little bit. That's their mindset. And they think, you know, everybody's just trying to nose in their business at that point. But that, that's them. What makes this different is this is sports. <laughs> you want people to be plugged in and pay attention. Like by design, that's how you make money is that people are plugged in and pay attention. So it would help to feed that beast, you would think. And, you know, maybe 
now now why they decide not to or why they decide to go about their business the way they do is is something is something a little different but they the difference between law enforcement and the titans is law enforcement doesn't understand the titans very much do understand they understand entirely why people want to know but do they feel comfortable handing out information well not in the way that other people have done it justin i'm starting to think that they fired mike vrabel to get rid of um you know their national source well like if Diane, that there'll be a new it's one. pretty I mean, clear diana rossini how... so that's all that's where we got all the information so now that he's out of the picture nothing's gonna get out of there <laughs> well nothing that they don't want to get out of or, or nothing yet until a new source is developed you know there's always I a know. new source i'm being it's always something else a little sarcastic yeah. but but I mean, I mean there was i mean i'm not i am being i'm having fun but i'm also being serious i mean we've talked about it like nothing like is this way they want it, it, it okay that's what again it, it's fine not really it's not really fine but i'm saying you know it's fine by like if that's how you want to operate but again if you're not going to make anybody available and you're just going to do in-house interviews and podcast as your information source and it's like you know you've already i said it along i praise oh. the titans the best move they ever made was I don't know how long he's been there now, probably at least a decade, right? Yeah. Best thing they ever did was hire Jim White away from the Tennessean. Yeah. I mean, because Jim White was breaking news all the time. And so you don't want stuff out there, just hire the guy. So now Jim White isn't breaking anything because he works for the team. So if this is how you want to operate, you don't want anything ever out there and you don't want to make anybody available and you just want to do your little in-house stuff, well, that's fine. But again, then it's just going to lead to a whole lot of speculation and it's going to lead to a whole lot of people drawing up their own conclusions. And that's not just media. Fans do the same thing. And maybe they don't mind that. Oh, well, Clearly they don't. I, maybe they think, you know what? It's a lot of noise. It doesn't. If we win, none of it matters. So let people say whatever they're going to say. We know what we're doing in this building. And people can say whatever they want to say. And, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Maybe they don't care what the... What the perception is, as long as they can turn it around by winning games. Let me just say something, Justin. Yes, sir. They all care. I don't care what they say. Okay? I don't care what a co- I've told this to coaches. I've told it to general managers. I've told it to people above them. And I don't care saying it to them. You care. Don't act like you don't care. You do. You can pretend that you don't. You're a human being. You do care. By the way, they're running a billion-dollar business. They, they care. They, they can say they don't care all they want. They care. They do. If you want to say that publicly, that's fine. To, I don't buy to it. To what degree? Tell people that want, that will buy into that because I'm not one of to them. To what degree? D- to the degree where they're willing to actually do something to change the public perception by being more engaging? Uh, clearly not. So, I mean, if, if you cared that much, they would change something. And they're not changing, which to me well, messages, messages to me that they don't care. To me, Justin, whenever you take this approach, I, again, I'm a little – skewed i'm a little soured i'm a little jaded i'm older i've been through all this stuff for a long time just like you sure okay me and you've been through the ringer for decades (laughs) okay we've been lied to we've been all kinds of information hit all we've run the gamut on everything sure the point is when i see people doing this or organizations or businesses to me if that's how you choose to operate and you're but to me, it comes off as you have something to hide. If you're hiding, wow. you've got something to hide. Because here's the deal. Floyd Reese didn't hide. 
I can promise you that. Jeff Fisher didn't hide. He didn't. Now, he tried to control the message a lot. Yeah. But he didn't hide. <laughs> Jeff Fisher didn't hide. No. I was going to say, Floyd and Jeff both had secrets within that organization that they weren't letting out. Ken Wisenhut every organization did. was a hider. He liked to play hide-and-go-seek. Okay? Yes. Mike Malarkey liked to play hide-and-go-seek. Not comfortable. Munchak honestly didn't love it either. And Mike Vrabel, we all know. Munchak and Vrabel both understood it, though. They they fully understood. Agreed. What the and, and again, a hundred percent. And what's the that. difference between those two guys and Marlarkey and 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 Wisenhunt? Here's the difference: they were star players, not just players, because yeah. the other two were players. Agreed. They weren't star players. Munchak is a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Mike, you know, Vrabel won three Super Bowls. They get it yeah. from the full all the way around. So not everybody else has that perspective. John has a perspective on oh. ownership and how a business I should. I think he has a perspective on what we're talking about Yeah, right no, now. that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> so we'll ask him. We'll talk to John McClain down in Houston. We'll do that next here on the McFarland Show, WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code lift 
Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. Today is going to be mostly cloudy with widespread showers and isolated thunderstorms on high temperature 64. Cloud showers in the spot of the thunderstorm tonight and Saturday, low tonight 58, Saturday's high 66. Utilizing the resources of the Motherwell Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Live here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio on this rainy Friday here in Middle Tennessee. Hope everybody's getting pumped for the weekend. Super Bowl 58. We're pumped for our next guest, Justin. Yes. He's been covering the NFL for almost five decades. When you say been there, done it, mm-hmm. John McClain's been there, done it. 48 years to be exact, down in Houston. John, how we doing? Mercy. I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, be sure and tell Lauren I said hello, and I hope she's doing very well. I hope she's listening. She's, she was excited she that you were coming on today, so I really hope she's well, I'm listening. I'm excited, too. I'm going to brag on you for just a minute. I want to go down memory lane for just a second. And I can't remember, Justin, if I've told this story or not on this particular show. I was up in Detroit covering the Super Bowl. It was the Seahawks and the Steelers. And, of course, John McClain was there, as always. How many how many Super Bowls have you covered, John, on radio, you know, doing the whole being there on site? I think I did 42. I stopped two years ago because I don't want to. I just, everybody's like, oh, my God, why don't you want to come to Vegas now? If I'd known the media rates of the hotel is going to be 59, I might have done it. But I'm going to Vegas for the second year in a row for the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Now, that was incredible. I didn't have to work. But uh, I know everybody's having a blast out there. But I don't miss it, uh, especially since I'm still doing so many things. But uh, there's it's it's it to me once the radio row was uh people were finished on friday it was kind of uh sad to me everybody from radio row most of them went home to watch a game on tv and uh because it's such a buzz and this year they had 150 stations at all-time record and i was thinking okay that's because of vegas but how can these stations pay for those rooms that's a lot of sponsors having to chip in, and then I find out they're the cheapest in history. Then uh, I can certainly understand so, why so many people went. So the media rate was fifty nine dollars. Nine. Did I hear that's you that right? That's this, what I was told. To stay where though, John? <laughs> in the, the desert. Luxor, the Luxor, and uh, I can't remember the other one. I forgot wow. it's right next to it. At the Luxor, that's not that bad. The Luxor, Man. yeah. 
Holy moly. What maybe is the Venetian, I'm not sure, but it's yeah, not like Venetian. those guys are going to go out and be gambling, losing $100,000 every night. Well, I was going to say, they're yeah. not gonna, you're not going to do 59 a night. You're yeah. not going to do 59 a night at the Bellagio or, or at the Paris. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Or Caesars or anything. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I was up there. It was the year the Titans had the third pick in the draft. And we got wind that VY, Vince Young, was coming on Radio Row. He was coming, like, it was like chum being spread all over shark infested waters. And John McClain, who was doing, of course, weeklies with us and everything, John got to VY's camp, got to VY, asked him to do Nashville. And he came through Radio Row, Justin, and he sat down at our table. And it was the only interview he did and got up and left. And Radio Row was left like they just dropped some atomic bombs. Like people went nuts. Next to me was Milwaukee. I think there was a guy, Peter Brown, I believe, used to do national radio. Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah. Peter Brown was in Milwaukee next to me. He was wearing out. I was laughing. I I told John this later on. I was like, you probably got a producer fired in Milwaukee. Peter Brown was like, why are you here? Why did Nashville give Vince Young? That's why you're here to get these guests. Why didn't we get Vince Young? And he was just wearing him out. But the only interview we got, and John sat down with me and we did it. And then he got up and left. And that was all because of John. And but he sent well, yeah. Radio Row into just meltdown mode because VY left after that. <laughs> Well, he was, of course, super hot at that time because they had just won a national championship over USC in the biggest college game in history. USC was ESPN's team, and, of course, they were favored. And the only reason Vince did that is he was hoping the Texans would draft him, and uh, um, and they didn't because they had David Carr, and they were still hoping that Gary Kubiak in his first season could salvage uh, Gary Kubiak, could salvage uh, David Carr. But I had met Vince, and I think because he thought, because I was from Houston and he wanted to stay at home and play for the Texans, that's why he did it. And uh, and little did he know that he was doing a station where he was going to get drafted and he was going to play. And uh, I see Vince quite a bit now. He's a member of the Gridiron Legends of Texas, and I am too, and we do a lot of charity appearances. And he is a really good golfer, which means he's mm. got a lot of time. And uh, he's doing great. He's very happy, he and his wife. And uh, he still works at the University of Texas. And uh, he he looks great. He's he's uh, he's very into the community. And uh, it's always a pleasure being around Vince. And when he was with the Titans, it was not always a pleasure for you guys to be around Vince. But that day in Detroit on Radio Row, that was great. And I felt terrible because all these producers were – Walking behind him like like he was, you know, Taylor Swift. Yes. Yeah. Trying to get it. That's him. true. The most At the time he was. experience I ever had on Radio Row was um, a friend of mine, a businessman here, a big-time insurance guy. He has a party for clients every Super Bowl. And uh, so it's, I guess, I think it was, it was, I think it was Thursday. And he calls me. He said, I'm walking around Radio Row, the outside, with uh, my sons and, and a friend of mine. Would you do you have time to get on the guy that killed Bin Laden? And I said, I'm uh, sorry, I must have heard wrong. He said, I'm with a, Rob. I can't remember Rob's last name. 
uh, Rob had his SEAL Team 6, and he shot Bin Laden. Would you want him on? And I said, well, uh, uh, let me check. And I asked the host, I said, they said, what? I said, do you want the SEAL Team 6 leader to kill Bin Laden? Well, hell yeah. So I told him, yes, here's where they are. He came over. And uh, then I asked, uh, I can't remember if it was Nashville. All my stations wanted him, and he did him. And Dallas heard and came to me saying, can we get him? And I said, you're Dallas. You ain't getting anything from me. <laughs> and I went, and I'm not going to say which one of my stations it was because I don't want to embarrass them. I told him, I said, would you guys like to have the SEAL Team 6 leader who killed Bin Laden? And they said, no, we got like somebody like some third string running back coming in and later they're like what in the world were we thinking because it got a lot of attention because turns out he'd written a book been ostracized by the seals yes but he told great stories leading up to the whole thing which later were in a movie and uh but man and 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 my guys including ted johnson uh who won three rings with the uh, patriots was one of the acronym guys said, go see how else you can scrounge up like that. I said, I'm, I said, that was a once in a lifetime. And he was a great talker too. Everybody's on the edge of their seats right up until they pull the trigger. Robert O'Neill is the gentleman's name. Yes. Rob O'Neill. That's his name. Rob O'Neill. By the way, what, what is Ted Johnson? Um, Ted I, left our afternoon show on Sports Radio 610 to go back to Boston where his kids Oh, are. wow. Okay. And uh, he works up there for, I think, The Hub, one of the two top stations. He does pregame, postgame, very popular. When he was uh, playing, and I got to know him when I was covering the NFL when they started getting good, and I introduced him because his family's he's from here, but he went to Colorado, and he was a great talker. And he and I hit it off. And I said, will you come on a couple of my stations to talk about the Patriots? And I and he came on with me in Nashville two or three times. Mm-hmm. And Belichick would have gone ballistic oh, yeah. if he'd known mm-hmm. Ted was doing that. And so but Ted did, and it was career-ended. I said, if you ever come back to Houston, you got, you're good. And when he quit, he started doing some TV. And then one day he was back here. And they put him on weekends, worked his way up to drive time. And now Ted is doing a great job in in the in the media in uh, New England. He was pretty outspoken though about Belichick, wasn't he? He was, in fact, uh he uh he sued because of the head trauma. Mm-hmm. And uh at the time, he made up with Belichick. Don't know if he ever made up with Kraft, but uh, he may have by now since he's on every day up there, but uh yeah, he he got crossways with him for the way he left. He played 10 years, won three rings. And but he had head issues for a while before a lot of players were having or were being diagnosed with the head issues like Ted did. You've also been on the Hall of Fame committee for, did it for a long, long time. The list is out for 2024, John, and you got an opportunity to sit down with uh, Andre Johnson, who actually ended his career here. Um, not much of a talker, or at least he wasn't here, but a tremendous receiver. And now it looks like soon to be Hall of Fame receiver. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. He uh, he made it last night. I uh, I had to keep it quiet. I've known about it since we voted for two weeks, and they swear by his secrecy. How long have you been on happened, that board? Thirty two years. Wow. And this happened last year 
when I present, I presented Chuck Howley, great Cowboys linebacker, to the seniors committee, and then to the regular committee, and I volunteered for him because I'm on the seniors committee because I saw every game he played from '61 until he retired '73, and I knew he was a great player, but he had never been a finalist in uh, 50 years since he retired. Somehow, he got to be a finalist, and I called the Hall of Fame. I said, "Can I present him?" So they got back, said, he's all yours, and I did, and he made it. His family invited me to come up for the big reveal where you keep it quiet and knock on the door. And and when they did it with Chuck, who had Alzheimer's, coming through the door were Bob Lilly, Roger Staubach, uh, Mel Renfro, Charlie Waters, Cliff Harris, and Leroy Jordan, wearing their Hall of Fame jackets. And And I wrote a column about it. For at the time, I was working for Gallery Sports with Mattress Mac, and I took Mac with me to Dallas because he'd grown up like me, a diehard Cowboy fan. I was in Waco. So then uh, when they came to surprise Andre, I told him I'd like to be there and write the whole thing because I was the only media person there. So that story I sent you is the whole thing, setting it up how his agent uh tricked him into making sure he was at home at such and such time, at such and such day, and keep him in and making sure his mother and his brother were there. And the way he did it, he told Andre, I'm going to put you in my will. We need two witnesses, your mom and your brother, to make sure they're there. And uh, my attorney will be here at 2.30. Well, Hall of Fame comes, and I get in line, pull in behind them, two big cargo vans, a big Yukon, and me and his house is so massive, and his driveway is so massive. We were able to park. They've got it down pat, the Hall of Fame, NFL films, where they don't close the doors loudly. They whisper. It's like it's so orchestrated. They go to the front door. Chris Carter, class of 2014, Minnesota receiver, bangs on the door. No answer. Knocks on it again. Door opens. You hear a woman screaming. That's from what I saw. And then from Andre's point of view, he thought Kennard McGuire's attorney was coming. And so the knock on the door, and Kennard said, do you mind getting that? His mother was already halfway to the door. And he said when he got there, he looked out, and he saw a gold coat. Didn't think anything about it. Opened the door, and his life changed forever. Wow. Just, just wow. All right, John, your story has made me completely changed my line of questioning for you this afternoon, good sir. So uh, I'm going to ask you as someone who has uh, voted in the uh, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame for the past 32 years, why isn't Fred Taylor in the Hall of Fame? What's, what's wrong? What's wrong with Fred Taylor, John? Nothing's wrong with Fred. As I tell everybody, it's competition. When we have our meeting, you've got to get 80% of the votes. And it starts off at 120-something, then it gets down to 25, then we vote. They announce 25 semifinalists, and then we vote 15. And what's an all-year process that we go through talking to each other about about coaches and players who are eligible. Then it comes down to the final 15. Fred was in the final 15. Nobody ever said Fred Taylor doesn't deserve it. It's more like everybody is pushing their guy as I did with Andre, and then when he finished, when you finish your five-minute presentation, others can talk, and then they do, and then when we cut it from 15 to 10, it's all done anonymously, and then they tell us who made the 10, then we cut it 10 to 5, they tell us who's left, and the last five, we vote yes or no. And uh, Fred's been a finalist several times, and I can't tell you why he isn't in there. 
because I've never heard anybody give good reason. There's a lot of people I get asked all the time, why isn't so-and-so in the Hall of Fame? Why isn't this one? And I tell them all, just be patient because the competition is fierce. Hmm. There's certain guys I kind of understand because maybe they're just not good enough or maybe the numbers don't match up. And there's certain guys who are finalists every year who I know are never going to make it. But I, I keep holding out because I know what my eyes saw. And then I talk to other people like Darren who saw the same thing. And when we see Fred Taylor, I see a Hall of Famer. I just do. Now, I, I know maybe other guys, you know, have got their own person that they're pushing. So on that front, John, is Derrick Henry right now, the body of work, if he didn't play another down, are you voting for him? Are you putting him in the Hall of Fame? Well, I'm partial to Henry because I've watched him so much. And uh, all the damage he did to the Texans, I probably should say no. But I know <laughs> from watching Derrick Henry after watching Earl Campbell and Eddie George mm-hmm. and Chris Johnson and all those guys. I think Derek's one of the best combinations of power and speed we've ever seen. And I think he still needs to keep playing. You know, he's just 30. He needs to keep getting compiling bigger numbers. But uh, that's me because I saw him a lot. And the good thing about Henry is he didn't get a lot of carries early on. I noticed Joe Rexrod did this great deep dive in his career after this Afterward, and I've used this on the radio here a lot. And in that story, he said that one of his biggest regrets was not being able to learn the zone scheme running sooner because he's used to being running straight ahead, power back. And that's affecting Damian Pierce here, who was really good as a rookie going straight ahead. And the zone scheme where that they installed under D'Amico Ryan's Bobby Slowick, the linemen go left. You take the cut, you make a plant your foot, make a cut, and you got to read the hole. So it requires a lot more reading and doing and hitting where the hole is. And if it's not there, you got to make one or find one. And and I tell people, if it took Derrick Henry a while to learn it, people should not give up on Damian Pierce. But I think Derrick Henry will be in the Hall of Fame, and it's helped that the longer you the longer you go, and it's great the internet's still out there. But Derek, all those great runs he's had and the great stiff arms that got so much attention, that is in the front of people's minds. Now, remember, it's five years after his career's over yes, sir. when he's first eligible, and it's hard for a running back today to get in on the first ballot. And so, but Derek is almost larger than life. And that's why I wish they would re-sign him there, is because it, it, it. And I know a lot of guys go to other teams, but to me, no matter what he does after this, he'll always be a tight. As we wrap it up, John, pretty good uh, draft for the Texans. C.J. Stroud last night, AP Offensive Rookie of the Year. Will Anderson, AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. Not bad. It was a great night for the Texans because they'll have to go to a Super Bowl to have another day like that. Andre Johnson, first mm-hmm. Texan in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and then those two winning awards. D'Amico Ryan's tied in total points with Kevin Stefanski. And on the AP panel, which is coaches, players, former GMs, people in the media, and coach and coaches, players, and general managers, as well as writers and broadcasters, four did not have D'Amico in their top five for coach of the year. And so that kept him from winning. So as it was, he and Stefanski had 165 points each, and Kevin had one more first-place vote. So instead of declaring them co co-coaches this year like they did that year with McNair and Peyton, uh, co-MVPs. 
uh, Stefanski won it for the second time in four years. But D'Amico Ryans will take that playoff victory where they shellacked the Browns here. Sure but, did. But uh, it was D'Amico. They've done a, a great job here. You know, if they can do it here, Brian Callahan can do it there. And the best things happen to Brian Callahan his daddy's coming because mm-hmm. his dad is one hell of an offensive line coach. And as you guys know, if that offensive line isn't working, it affects the quarterback, affects the running game. That's why I'd love to see Derrick Henry re-sign and work with Bill Callahan because he will have a great offensive line. It's not going to be overnight, but he will have a great line. Yeah, that uh, team that the Texans shellacked, uh, also Joe Flacco, comeback player. They're tough sledding. Whenever you can die on the football field and not win comeback player of the year <laughs> the following year. I think it hurt Hamlin that he didn't play more this year. Mm-hmm. I voted for Hamlin. Flacco did a great job. Baker Mayfield did a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, he came back from oblivion. Yeah. And uh, there's no criteria for comeback player. You know, you see some guy started 17 games and all of a sudden he's comeback player. I don't like that as much as I do somebody who came back from injury or illness or death because maybe that's what the comeback is supposed to be but and i was happy for flacco he did a great job happy for mayfield and i'm sure that i'm sure demar hamlin you know you know he's just glad to be there i would hope so john we're glad you were able to take a couple minutes uh out of your friday thanks so much for doing this by thank the way you, we, sir. let me i gotta do this right and justin thank you guys very much Who- check out my story on houstontexans.com please there oh. you go. And who's your winner, John, on Sunday? I'm going with Chiefs 27-24. Chiefs, right. got it. Have a great weekend, John. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back, wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show next here on WNSR. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack, or the world-famous Bar-Lined Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar-Lined Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar-Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar-Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first $100 
people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. To me, Lamar looked like he wanted to prove a point. And Instead of just playing the game. Exactly. I he, agree with you 100%. Didn't want to use his legs as much. Wanted yep. to show that he could win this game passing. And like that tip pass that him. he caught three years ago, he would have housed that sucker. Yeah. You're right. I think he, he played to prove a point instead of playing to win the damn game. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. Good stuff from John McClain from down in Houston. Been covering the league for 48 years. Love yeah. that. Not bad, huh? Yeah. It's not a bad career. Highly impressive. Highly impressive. So I told you a couple of the awards because they were players for the Texans. So C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson winning Rookie of the Year and uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year and Defensive Rookie of the Year. Joe Flacco, the Comeback Player of the Year. Sure. Which, okay. Like I said, DeMar Hamlin, and tough sledding. Could die on the field on a Monday Night Football game and play the next season and not be the Comeback Player of the Year. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Miles Garrett is Defensive Player of the Year. A lot of people mad about that. J.J. Watt. A lot of people felt like J.J. Watt. T.J.? T.J. Watt, yeah. sorry. Well, he beat out T.J. T.J. Yeah. Watt. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey was the Offensive Player of the Year. Stefanski, as John alluded to, I guess tied with D'Amico Ryans, but he gets uh, it. Uh, I don't know. Coach of the Year. Lamar Jackson, Most Valuable Player. Nice. I just saw the list this morning. Yeah. Because this came out. And all the players who've been an MVP two or more times in their career. Yeah. He's the only one that hasn't. Won the Super Bowl? Yeah. 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 I mean. All the other dudes have. It's the missing piece of his overall legacy. You know, how many guys have a uh, a Heisman Trophy and two NFL MVPs in their in their trophy case? That that's not that's a short list. I don't even know how long that list is, or if there is anyone else on that list. But it's got to be a very short one. Uh, the Heisman and two NFL MVPs—that's pretty rare air. So yeah, the Super Bowl is the missing part for sure. Cameron Hayward uh, of the Steelers was the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year. Congratulations, Bobby Wagner, Rooney Sportsmanship. T.J. Watt was the Deacon Jones. Sack Leader Award. 
Oh, okay. Christian McCaffrey, the Jim Brown Award. Um, C.D. Lamb, Next Gen Stats, Moment of the Year. So, anyway, that's okay, just, yeah, yeah. Not sure what all um, that stuff means. Yeah, well, I, I am. And so and so do you. You know exactly what all that stuff. Well, means. I know what it means. Yeah, sponsors. Yes, that's all marketing. FedEx. And, yeah. Next gen Next stats gen player stats. of the week. Okay. We'll come back. We'll head up to Cleveland. You just heard John McClain's ringing endorsement of Bill Callahan. People are excited. This may be his hire, bringing Dad to town. We'll talk to Tony Grossi up in Cleveland. We'll do that next here on WNSR. I'm Michelle Franzen. President Biden pushing back on the special counsel's report that concluded the president willfully retained classified documents after he left office. That report also says Biden wouldn't be charged due to lack of evidence and also cited Biden's age and poor memory as factors. Vice President Kamala Harris today at the White House at an event says the comments by Republican special counsel Robert Hur appear politically motivated. As a former prosecutor, um, The comments that were made by that prosecutor, gratuitous, inaccurate, and inappropriate. Her was appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland. In Hawaii, reports of an earthquake south of the Big Island, the USGS says a preliminary 6.3 magnitude quake was centered southeast of the Big Island. Residents tell ABC's station that they felt it in Hilo. No tsunami warning has been issued. And Israel's prime minister ordering evacuation plans for Rafah, where nearly 2 million Palestinians are displaced. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. $3,000 to fix my transmission? $5,000 to replace the engine? You can't avoid breakdowns, but with Coverage X, no more ridiculous repair bills. Transmission, engine, electronics, Coverage X's vehicle protection plan has you covered with budget-friendly, flexible, month-to-month plans. Call 800-875-9695 or CoverageX.com. With Coverage X, unavoidable, unaffordable car repair bills are covered. Visit CoverageX.com or 800-875-9695. 800-875-9695. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. 
live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the program here on this Friday afternoon. Hope everybody's having a great day. Getting ready for the weekend. Super Bowl 58, of course, on Sunday. Darren and Justin here live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. You can also watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And you can listen anywhere in the world something, to the show. Something I'm seeing online right now. What are you or, seeing on online? television, on television rather. Okay. It's up here on FS1. 49ers officially on upset alert. I'm sorry. The San Francisco 49ers are favored by two and a half points. Two. Two. But they've been favored the whole time. Okay. If the Kansas City Chiefs win this game, are you really telling me this is an upset? Is that is that what we're really talking about here? So if the, the Kansas City Chiefs win this game, this is an upset. Just because they're a slight two to two and a half point underdog. So if if they win this game, all of a sudden now we're going to say upset. Here's the huge upset: the Kansas City Chiefs with the upset over the 49ers. Really, really, really. I mean, this game is a pick'em. Really, right? Stop it with that. Like, don't, 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 don't buy into that. Don't do that. Losing is not an upset. This is not 49ers officially on upset alert. Stop, stop. Oh, some of these people up here know better. Stop that. Hey, the show is called First Things First. Okay. Justin. I'm sorry. I just saw it, and I'm no, glad no. I, I caught it here in the moment. You know, we had a second. So, yeah, we've you know. got TVs in the studio, and, you know, sometimes it's good, and then sometimes it's bad to look up there and you see You just look stuff. up there, and you have the 49ers on upset. Upset alert? <laughs> you got Patrick Mahomes, and you're going to upset somebody. I, I just. Yeah. All right, let's head up to Cleveland. Uh, you just heard it. We had John McClain on in the last hour. Go from. One Hall of Fame media member to another Hall of Fame media member. Tony Grossi's on the line with us. John McClain talked about, Tony, the hire of Bill Callahan and how he, much he respects him and how good he is as an offensive line coach. We, The Titans' offensive line, Tony, has been atrocious the last two years. Brian Callahan's the new coach, and everybody was wondering, would the Browns let Daddy come home and uh, be on, do a first, by the way. First time ever, dad has been working for son as the head coach. A pretty cool deal. How good, do you agree with John? I mean, obviously, he did a great job up in Cleveland. Well, McLean's a tough act to follow, but I try. <laughs> you'll, um, you'll do just yeah, fine. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I covered the NFL for 30 not quite as long as John, but right up there, over 35 plus years. And um, I consider Callahan the best there is. So whenever you have the best mm. there is at something, you're going to be better for it, right? And I think it's a big loss for the Browns. They would not stand in his way to to uh, follow his son to Tennessee. Uh, I blame the Titans for this, for, for hiring his son to begin with. 
Um, I think this is a big loss to the Browns. Uh, the Browns, Bill was more than an offensive line coach and, and more than a, more than a sounding board for Kevin Stefanski. He, he kind of designed their offensive run system and, uh, that, you know, Nick Chubb, Chubb aside, Nick Chubb's, the, in my opinion, the best running back. He wasn't with them this year because of an injury. But the Browns could virtually plug in anybody at running back and have a devastating running game because of the run system designed by Callahan. So they're losing a guy who makes you better in, you know, various ways, not just teaching offensive line techniques. And you lost your right tackle, which we know very, very well here in Nashville, and Jack Conklin early on in the season for the season. Didn't have him. Well, at the end of the year, the Browns, uh, in really the last five weeks, maybe even six, six games of the year, the Browns had their fifth and sixth offensive tackles starting. And they had then Joe Flacco at quarterback, who's far less mobile than Deshaun Watson. And you would never know that they had, uh, you know, their, their second left tackle and their third right tackle in the game. And that's, that's the other thing about Callahan. He has the ability to plug in anyone. And it's not just when he plugs them in. It's, he's, he's training them during the week. Uh, one of his, well, his assistant who, who went on to, uh, New England, his name was Scott Peters. He said the secret to Callahan is that he treats every offensive lineman the same, meaning the best one, you know, the all-pro, Joe Batonio, and the last guy on the practice squad. He, he coaches coaches them up the same way so that when that guy from the practice squad comes on to the starting uh, lineup, uh, he hasn't missed a, bo- a, a beat. Uh, and, you know, there's a difference in ability, but it, it's amazing how, Callahan's the guys off the street, and you'd never know uh, they were missing, you know, a regular starting player. Did he talk to the media? Did they let him talk on a regular basis, Tony, up there? Uh, Bill is so old school that he, he he didn't have the time for us. He would talk maybe twice a year, and then when they would put uh, when they would present an offensive line coach to us, it would be his assistant. Bill Bill just. You know, he'd been there and done that. Yeah, he, he wasn't interested in wasting his time with the media. It's not that he was surly; he was always terrific, had terrific insight when you'd speak with him. Uh, but, but really, I I consider him. He had been with Kevin Stefanski uh, all four years of Stefanski from 2020 to through 2023. I considered him his MVP mm. assistant coach by, by far. Wow. That's high praise. Speaking of Kevin Stefanski, he tied D'Amico Ryans, but wins Coach of the Year. And that's now two-time winner. But, you know, how do people feel about the this Brown? I mean, gosh, you just talked about it. All the injuries. Chubb goes down early. Conklin, you had injuries galore. Didn't miss a beat. You're running Jerome Ford. You got you bring in Joe Flacco, who was probably an Uber driver or something. I don't know what he's doing. He's just sitting at home doing nothing, and he just comes right back in there and just starts winning games. You go to the playoffs, but then you go to Houston in the first first round and 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 get it handed to you. Overall, how did people feel about this season? Well, they overcame so much adversity. Yeah, you know? uh, winning not only starting four quarterbacks, but winning with each of them. Yeah. Each of them, Deshaun Watson, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, uh, P.J. 
Walker, and Flacco, each conducted a game-winning drive somewhere in their stint wow. to win it in the last drive. Um, so that was I've never seen that before. You know, I've seen the Browns use a lot of quarterbacks in a in a single season, but never winning with each one of them. Uh, to me, that was his top credential for winning Coach of the Year. And, you know, when they got to the playoffs, the votes had already been in. And then Tobiko Ryan said the last laugh there in Houston. That was a totally unforeseen uh, outcome to, to me and to everybody that, you know, 45 to 14. And then Flacco finally, you know, he had a, he had some interceptions in his starts, but none of them mattered too much. And then he threw two pick sixes in the third quarter, and that, that cost them that game. Moving forward with them, what can the Browns do to try and replace? And because they've been successful, and that means typically you lose assistant coaches and then you lose depth. The the second you know the the guys who are backups they they like to go you know elsewhere you know because they bring a winning culture with them or whatever the popular thing is at the time. Uh, what are the Browns trying to do to try and try to get back here uh, with the normal losses that playoff teams have? Well, you know um, that defense gave up. Uh, they lost forty five to fourteen, but there were two pick sixes, so there was really the defense gave up twenty eight points to to a rookie quarterback in that game. And the offensive staff ends up being the one that's overhauled. I mean, <laughs> it was really unforeseen what's happened. They changed coordinators, they changed line coaches because of Bill leaving. They changed running back coach, tight end coach. Uh so I nobody saw this coming. Maybe it was time for some fresh ideas. And this is all geared to trying to get the most out of Deshaun Watson next year. If they could just keep mm-hmm. him on the field, you know, Watson didn't have more than three games started in the in a row. He was always interrupted by a rotator cuff problem, and then uh, they discovered this uh, weird fracture in his right shoulder. Uh, so uh, they they've never been able to keep him on the field long enough now in two years to to develop an offense around him. So I thought it was kind of weird that, you know, his last game, he was 14-14 in the the second half, and they beat Baltimore on the road. And, you know, we're expecting that he's turning the corner, never played a game, and yet they fired the offensive coordinator for not developing Watson. So it was kind of hard to understand. Maybe it was time. Stefanski had not made a, a major offensive staff move in four years. So um, maybe it was coming anyway, but who's to say Watson wouldn't have uh, developed? I said something on our air today. If Watson had played the entire season and the Browns had won 11 games, I don't think any of this would have happened. They, they, they changed, you know, Callahan would have left to join his son, but, but they wouldn't have changed coordinators. They wouldn't have changed tight end, running back coach. Um, so it was kind of odd the way uh, things mm. developed. All right. Let's talk about the future here for uh, the Browns, and really bigger than the Browns, the city of Cleveland. Now, here in Nashville, uh, on on February 29th, that is the day they've picked, they're going to break ground on a brand-new $2.2 billion uh, stadium that's going to sit in the parking lot right next to Nissan, the current Nissan stadium. Uh, I see Cleveland here. 
Uh, the Browns have purchased 176 acres uh, in Brook Park. And forgive me, I have never been to the fair city of Cleveland, so I'm unfamiliar with uh, how everything is laid out. But the word is there's been talk that they are going to build a dome uh, at this new site. Do you believe that? Well, to give an idea, the, the site that the Haslam family purchased is right adjacent to Cleveland Airport. It's 10 miles from downtown Cleveland, 10 okay. miles west. It is right near their uh, uh, permanent headquarters facility. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense, that location. Uh, the stadium on the lake is just so difficult to access for people who go to every game. I mean, you know, we've got a freeway that separates that, and then you've got the lake on the other side. So it's really difficult to access. And the Haslam's want to be a part of the lakefront development. The, you know, I'm a lifelong Clevelander. They've been talking about developing the Cleveland lakefront my entire life, and no one's got any concrete ideas other than putting up the Hall of Fame, a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's almost sacrilegious that the stadium should be on the lakefront, and, and I, I think that thinking is, is finally changing. And the Haslam's have been, I think, a little frustrated with the mayor who's kind of dragged his feet no one's coming up with a concrete uh proposal and the browns stadium lease expires after 2028 so you know yeah. it's 2024 it's time to start if you're gonna build a yes, stadium, it's t- time to get shovels in the ground so um i i do think the haslam's have the wherewithal to do whatever they want it's just a matter of how much money of their own they want to part with hmm. Wow. I just, it, as somebody who has been to, went to Municipal Stadium many, many times, has been to the new stadium, uh, Tony, it's just weird to think of one, yeah, them not being downtown, not being on the lake. And the other part is, look, I while I think it's a great idea, Justin knows, I've been saying this, mm-hmm. about all Northeast teams or all teams in the North, why they don't play indoors is beyond me, but... Cleveland talking about a dome stadium is just something I never thought, uh, you know, I, I moved here 25 years ago from Cleveland. I just never thought that would be a subject that would ever come up. I'm actually kind of surprised by it, but I'm also out of, you know, I'm not up there anymore. I'm out of, out of the loop, even though I still have family up there. Yeah. Well, you know, that stadium sits vacant for 90% of the calendar yeah. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what sense does it make to build another one if you can't use it for everything? Yeah. And so I think everyone's – listen, the price tag is, is everything, and, and that, that's the white elephant. Okay, who's paying for it, and what, you know, what share of partnership are we going to have, have here? <clears throat> we know the Haslam's sold their company pilot for $11 billion to Warren Buffett. They can't hide the fact that they're just loaded with cash. And, and I think the pendulum is swinging that if they're frustrated with the pace of things going on the lakefront – um, they've got a, a very attractive uh, uh, location now to put a stadium. Again, it's only 10 miles from Cleveland. It's, it's not like it's moving 30 miles to another city. Uh, it's a suburb. This it's, isn't the Richfield Coliseum, in other words? No. No, not, not at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, this is anyone who's, who, who's been to Cleveland for a football game and then you fly, to, you know, fly out of the airport, it's a, it's a 15. You know, twelve minute ride from uh, Cleveland downtown Cleveland to the to this site we're talking about. So 
I'm a native Clevelander. I find nothing sacrilegious about having that stadium on the lakefront. I say go for it. Uh, you finally have an owner with the deepest pockets possible and figure out the percentage of who's paying for what and, and get it done. This is something that, you know, and I, I'm from the Chicago area before, you know, instead of Cleveland, where the Bears fans have been having similar conversations uh, for years. Yeah. And it's almost the exact, when you said what you said, it's almost the exact same thing. It's sacrilegious that the Bears not play at Soldier Field along the lakefront, a different lake, obviously. Um, and you know, on all the history and everything else. Um, but the difference is now they're talking about moving much further outside the city than 12 miles in the Bears case. But it's not yeah, just the Arlington, dome not- in Arlington. Yes, sir. But everything that you get with the dome here in Nashville, they're talking about the final four. They're talking about the World Cup. Right. The first, um, event at the brand new dome stadium will not be a football game. It's going to be WrestleMania. WrestleMania is going to be the first event at the new dome. Those are all things that cannot come to places like Chicago or Cleveland because they don't have the setup for it. Right. Right. I mean, it just makes so much sense. Plus, here's the other thing. You know, the Hathams are out of the fuel business and travel center business, and now they're into the sports business. They have a a very successful uh, major soccer league franchise in Columbus. They're 25% owner of the Milwaukee Bucks, 100% owner of the Cleveland Browns, and they want to continue adding to their portfolio. And by this would be their, this is their mainstay now, Cleveland, because they own 100% of the team. And if they are able to get this stadium built, they will have all the developmental rights, you know, around that stadium. I mean, that's what these people do when they start dedicating their life to building a sports portfolio. And so that that's what's happening, really, here in town. And, you know, Cleveland should be happy they have a family ownership with, with the, again, with the financial wherewithal uh, to invest in, in the area. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out. Tony, we thank you for your time. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Who's your pick, Chiefs or 49ers? How could anyone bet against Patrick Mahomes? I, I just don't understand it. I don't know. So, uh, I, I think the Chiefs, uh, San Francisco might be the better team on paper, but uh, you know, Chiefs, Chiefs got a Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame quarterback, and a Hall of Fame tight end. I'll go with that. <laughs> Tony, thank you for the visit. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank, thank you, sir. Tony Grossi, uh, land on the land on demand dot com. He's also uh, does work on eight fifty. Uh, at WKNR, uh, sports talk station's been there forever. Mm-hmm. It was there when I was there. Uh, been around for a long time, and Tony's been doing it for a long time. Pretty amazing. Whenever you've been doing it almost four decades, and you you're still a, a decade plus shy of John McClain. That's impressive. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. So we appreciate him joining us. All right, we'll come back uh, wide open. The rest of the way, if you want to get involved, 615-844-5600 is our phone line and our text line. More of the McFarland Show coming up next here on WNSR. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. 
This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football-centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong steroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. That's true. Thank you, big voice guy. Rolling along here on this Friday afternoon. We're live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Darren and Justin here with you. DJ Damon is alongside. He's powering through today. I mean, he's a champ. You should call him Muhammad Ali. He's the champ. Jeez, Muhammad um, Ali. All right. I watched We Are the World last night. Yeah. I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll come to, back we'll to that. We'll get back into that. Because we need to get to the phones because we have questions. And it's like he was listening to our conversation. It's crazy. This is the third legend of the day here. I mean, how about that? And we go from John McClain mm-hmm. to Tony Grossi. Yeah. 
to Kenny the Mailman. Mercy. Holy crap. On a Friday? Golly. Man. I mean, I mean, geez. Eddie George, if you're listening, you want to call in? <laughs> 615-844-5600. So, Kenny sent us, Justin. Yes, he did. To the station here at the Strike His Prayer Family Fund Center studio. Yes, he did. A 42... Uh, 42 questionnaire or 42 Super Bowl prop bets. However you want to do it. Okay, however you want to say it. And I have filled mine out. You have filled yours out. Kenny has filled his out because we're all going to compare. But we have questions. My first question to Kenny is, Kenny, questions five and six. Will Casey score in the first quarter? Will San Francisco score in the first quarter? I have a different interpretation as Justin, the other McFarland, are you asking about a touchdown or just points? Just a score. Just a, so that I'm could be specific a, with those words. It could be a field goal, safety, oh, or a touchdown. Yeah, that's okay. what I that's See, so I didn't answer because I told Justin I thought you meant a touchdown, but I wasn't sure, so I I did not answer it yet. Okay, that's yeah, what that's I thought. A score. Okay. Don't 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 overthink those. Just read them as they are. Okay. There's always a lawyer in the bunch somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and where they'll come back and try to reinterpret it. And it's like just read the paper. This okay? is a very stiff competition. <laughs> I want to make sure I know exactly what uh, you know the you question it. is. So back here's the, the other direct- thing. Here's the other thing. Who's, okay. Who's going to keep the answers? Who who's going to keep up with this? I, you know what? I never, you? I never play for money. It's just for you to know, you know, and I know how I picked. And everybody just takes things and they twist it. And they, I've had people say, let's put 20. Let's put it. It's like, I don't want to get into that. Just have fun with it. it it's, uh, to me, just keeps the game interested in case it's 38 to 10. But don't we need bragging rights, though? I mean, even if we're not going to put any scratch, like we need well, bragging rights, don't we? You got, you got my scratch picks on that last yeah. page and you know your picks and you'll have justin's picks if you want them and that's enough okay i think that was kenny saying uh, you, know, you guys wife, take care of it your <laughs> wife can pick with you i know she my wife usually beats me every other year so and eric does it i think i got eric's score so well, i mean I, yeah, i've done it do. we've both done it i mm-hmm. just except for i didn't do questions five and six because i wanted yeah. to be uh for sure and see i was wrong i thought it was a touchdown and justin he got you man he was like, no, I think he just means points. I think he just means points. Yeah. Because yeah. if he met touchdown, he would have wrote that. That's in response to people that run up to me with that stupid scores thing that's just totally random, no skill or anything. I go, look, I can come up with something better than that. <laughs> you know, the blocks where you put a dollar on a block. And I oh, the get squares. Nine, nine to two. The squares. Yeah, I usually get nine to two. Okay, you have me go, confused. No, I'm not. You said I'm scores. Not doing that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's just rant. Hey, right. This is luck, right? You have you don't have any control over anything. Now, right. some, some of them let you pick, but now today everything's randomly generated. You don't even get to pick your your numbers. Yeah. Numbers so are picked that, for yeah, you. Yeah, that's something to keep the game alive. Two things that I I absolutely love listening to your station when John McClain one. What an amazing thing that they've been able to keep the Hall of Fame vote secret. Two weeks I each know. year for all this time. You can't even keep when a war starts secret. <laughs> and that is the greatest. 
example of keeping secrets I've ever heard of. I'm going to brag on John when I hear well, next. Well, Kenny, wars are a little noisier than the other things. <laughs> <laughs> well, but what I'm saying, you can't keep anything secret. Yeah. And they, they've been able to do that. That's very, very impressive. Second, I don't care at all how someone votes on Coach of the Year, any of these players, anything, as long as they can justify what they vote and stand up and say, hey, this is why I did this, this, and this. I want to hear why four people left D'Amico Ryans out of the top five, four uh, or five yeah. voting for Coach of the Year. That should have at least been co-coach of the year. But when you've got guys that would take a vote and vote like that, I, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You justify for it for me, and then I won't complain. But until then... No, that doesn't smell right at all. You know what I think, Kenny and Justin? I want you guys to weigh in on this. I think they should be able, when all these these committees that determine people's you know awards or people's lives when it comes to like Hall of Fames and stuff, if you if you just have a really dumb vote, like shouldn't you be able to get voted off the island? In other words, lose your privilege. Yank. Yeah. Get yanked. Yank as quick as possible because that is an honor to be asked to do that. Yeah, yeah. And when you turn it into – some of these guys almost turn it into a look-at-me moment. No, we're yanking that baby. I wish they did. <laughs> I really did. I wish they did. <laughs> I agree. I think they should be held accountable for their votes. I really do. Absolutely. Y'all have fun with your sheet, and we'll see who comes out on that. All right, All right Kenny. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you, Kenny. Stay dry. Wetter than an otter, he said. Wetter than an otter. <laughs> Duck weather. Otter is another good animal Yeah, for this kind of weather. They look like they're fun. Yeah. Otters. You're funner in the rain, yes. But yes, the otters do look like they have a lot of fun. They just look like they have, they're always having a good day. <laughs> right? Typically, Like yes. You just don't see too many depressed otters. Yeah. Or otters that look hungry. Don't they always look pretty satisfied? They always look pretty content. I, I think they just, they're very happy go lucky. Happy animals. animals. I, I wish I was an otter. Ever met an angry otter? No, never met an angry otter. They're always happy. Interesting. Maybe they do, you know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, you know. Whoa. What? What, what, what did you just do? What? I don't know. How can you tell if they're not angry? I'm just they out. just seem very happy. You been up close to them? I just, my otter experience, <laughs> I had some really good otter experience. Swimming Has around the otter ever approached you and been upset about something? No. Right. You know, They've like, never yelled at you? No. You ever seen one? Otter, get out of here, otter. You, no. Yeah, they, nobody's otter? ever nobody's ever yelled at an otter. <laughs> an otter's never yelled at you. Has, has, has one ever walked up to your door or anything? No. But no. I just okay. I, I watch like I watch I animal do. shows. I watch shows about the zoo, right? And right. they just seem happy. So happy they do. They just yeah. always wake up on the right side of the bed. I promise you, if you put something down and stomp at them, I imagine they probably would get. Left. I'm just wondering what is. How does an otter have a bad day? You know what has to happen oh, to have man. a bad day? Okay. You got to be in a desert. Yeah, that's probably it's a bad a, day. Yeah, that's a good they like point. water, right? They like yeah, water. Yeah, what conditions? Point. Yeah, so that's a really good point. Yeah, otter out in the mm, no, having a bad day in the desert. That's I just, I see. There you go. You just don't get this stuff anywhere else. Folks. No, you don't. That's why you listen. Let's that's, go to Eric. Got answers. Eric, you're up next. Welcome in. Hey, hey guys, old days probably can't forget. Will the coin flip be heads or tails? And what color Gatorade will be dumped on them? Will the coach will it be yellow? 
green, blue, red, clear, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> You're right. He did leave those out, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. But a couple, a couple things, guys, I'll get off. As, as far as the Super Bowl goes Sunday, guys, I'm pulling for the 49ers, even though I can't stand either team. But I got a feeling Kansas is going to win as long as Patrick Mahomes. And I agree with you, Justin. It's not an upset if the Chiefs win. I think the only thing, the reason why uh, the 49ers are favored, they're going by overall season performance and stuff and, the, and, and all that analytic stuff, which sometimes drives me crazy because of things like penalties against the Chiefs on offense, like false starts and holding and drops and all that type of stuff. That's kind of part of the reason why I think the 49ers are favored. So it's a lot of insane stuff I just don't want to get into. But uh, I'm pulling for the 49ers only for three reasons. One, because the coach Kyle Shanahan, I'd love to see him get his first Super Bowl. Also Brock Purdy, Mr. Relevant. But also the fact that they've got a Gallatin player. I forget the kid's name that's on the 49ers that uh, played high school football at Gallatin. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That, well, Juwan Jennings uh, played yeah. at Blackman. Blackman. He was a Rutherford yeah. County kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, guys, one other thing, and then, then I'll get off. And, and this is something I'm going to go off on every year, the Hall of Fame thing and the whole Veterans Committee. And there's still the fact that they had two tall Jones is not up there, not even on the phone. It's a joke. Guys, he should have been in a long time ago. And unfortunately, the only way he might get on is either he passed away or is in poor health. Because a lot of people believe that's why Steve McMichael got in because he suffered ALS, and that's one of the reasons they put him in the Hall of Fame. And I'm hoping it doesn't get to that, but I unfortunately think that that's probably the only way he'll get in is if he either has poor health or he passed away. I mean, whenever he gets in, it's long overdue. It should have happened long before this. Because I remember a number of years ago, we had the I guess was former TSU player Carl Humphrey who probably got in. But the Eagles, I at least was glad that he was able to get him while still alive. But the fact that Ed Tutal Jones, and I'm going to keep going off on it until he gets in, that he's not in, it's a joke. Guys, y'all have a great weekend. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. I do wonder, Eric says he wants Shanahan to win. Shanahan is up there. Whenever you ask anybody, who's like the best coaches in the league? He's in that top-tier group. Right? Yeah. Everybody's going to say Kyle Shanahan's in the mm-hmm. top-tier group. Yes. If he loses... Again, I wonder, I think the narrative is going to change with him and whether it's fair or unfair, it just will. And he's going to kind of remember Andy Reid. Yeah. Remember how many times they went to a NFC, NFC championship, championship game I think it was five in Philadelphia? Times I think it was five yeah. times. Yeah. And they went to one Super Bowl. Yeah. And he was more about hard luck, tough, just, you know, guy that wins a ton of regular season games and just can't get to the finish line. You know, in postseason, yeah. he he had that tag for a long time. Like that's Bobby Cox of the it's NFL. Been, yeah, it's been lost now that he's in Kansas City with Mahomes, and you know they're they've gone you know four out of the last what five years, whatever it's been. Yeah, and he's got a, a chance to win his yes. third. Yes, in Kansas City, and he's already got a loss. I mean, if they win, he'll be three and two. Yes, in Super Bowls. But I do wonder if Shanahan loses, and don't forget, be, because of his profile. I mean, people bring up and he was the OC of the Falcons when they had the biggest lead in Super Bowl history, and they lost. Yeah. I mean, he, he was the OC. He was. And people were wondering why they were still throwing when they had that big lead and they weren't chewing up the clock. So I do wonder if they lose, if he's going to start getting tagged, kind of like Andy Reid, Mike McCarthy. Mm, no. Although Mike McCarthy has it. He's he's got a Super Bowl though, so he's he's he, off the list. Uh, yeah, he's uh, off the scrutiny list. Sorry, yeah. all you need that that's the thing. 
All you need is one. Yeah. You don't I mean, need you don't need forty. You don't need three. You just need one. And it's the one thing. And, and Steve Young, they'll play it again. You'll hear it. Uh, I'm sure this weekend because they play it every year. Steve Young says, we're holding up his Lombardi. I got it, and they can never, ever, ever take it away from me. I finally got it. Um, and it's true. You just need the one to remove the stigma, and then it's gone. And then you don't have to worry about it anymore. If Dan Marino had won just one, it, it, it changes the entire way we look at him. So, you know, for Kyle Shanahan... Yeah, you need to win one of these things. You do. You, you know, if you want to be thought of as a different guy, you got to win one of these things. Dan Dan Reeves went to four, three with the Broncos, one with the Falcons, Falcons. and didn't win a single one. How different would we think of Dan Reeves if he had won just a Super Bowl? What if he won two? Two, <sighs> two and two. <sighs> Man. Right. You don't think... We think of, and listen, Dan Reeves is a legendary coach. Yes. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. But he's not up there. People will put Bill Parcells and a whole bunch of people in front of him for one reason only. He's got Super Bowls and Dan Reeves doesn't. Marv Levy. Marv Levy is another one. Well, again, just goes half and half. Just splits. Yeah. Goes two and two. Just just get one. Think about how different he'd be viewed. Absolutely. The, the ring means something. It's unfortunate that we judge it that way, but it's true. The ring means that much. John Gruden will be thought of differently than name another coach who didn't win a Super Bowl. Well, well, what happened? Well, John Gruden has won a Super Bowl. Okay, well, he's better. Well, he, he's thought of at least as better than Dennis Green. Is that fair? No, it's not fair, but that's, you know, this is sports. We keep scores. I wonder why Brian Billick, who did win the Super Bowl and never coached again. No, he didn't. I wonder why. That is a little curious. Right? You know, but here's the the other thing. Is Brian Billick, right or wrong, didn't get a whole lot of credit for that Super Bowl win. Didn't. Because he was an offensive guy, and the strength of that team was defense. Mm -hmm. So who got credit for that Super Bowl? Well, it was mostly the players and the defensive, you know, coordinators and all that, they're the ones. Marvin Lewis, I believe, was mm-hmm. one of the main defensive assistants. He got hired off of that Super Bowl win um, with, the, with the Ravens, and I think that's why. It was because he was an offensive guy, but his success didn't come from offense. McFarland's six-pack of picks. We'll do that next here on WNSR. <clears throat> Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. 
And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's, resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Time now for a moment in black history as we spotlight sports legends in Tennessee. No one paved the way for black female track and field athletes quite like Wilma Rudolph. At a young age, Wilma Rudolph from Clarksville, Tennessee, faced adversity when she was first diagnosed with polio. But that didn't stop her from racking up three gold medals during the 1960 Olympics. Her performance compelled many young female teenagers to take an interest in track and field and win her an inspiration the endowment of an icon. Wilma Rudolph, a sports legend. This moment in black history brought to you by Sylvester Armour and Armour Realty. As empty nesters, finding a real estate agent wasn't hard, but became difficult. A church member, my sorority sister, and my neighbor's son all were agents. While playing golf, my husband met Sylvester, and our search ended. We were highly impressed by his knowledge of the Nashville real estate market, his 25 years of experience in hundreds of properties sold. Call Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. That's 615-485-9211. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all Ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he he's not coming back. He so we can back. stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now you really let me reiterate, <laughs> for sure, gone. Look forward to the ceremony. I can put that to bed. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. All right, we didn't do it last Friday, obviously. Nothing going on. But the week before that, we had uh, Chiefs-Ravens. So I went 3-3. Three and three. Okay. You went 5-1. and one. Jeez, did I? Yeah. I won with the Lions, Dryside on McDavid, and the over in Dalton uh, or Dalton Connect points. Yeah, Tennessee versus Vandy. I lost uh, with more rushing yards, Lamar Jackson, more passing yards, Purdy golf. By the way, I had Purdy. Purdy was leading the whole game, and golf got him at the end. Yeah, and uh, I had the Lions, of course. Or when I got the the Ravens, I had the Ravens. Yeah, the Ravens. Minus three and a half. Uh, you went five and one. Your only loss was Lamar. That was it. More rushing yards, Pacheco or Lamar Jackson. That was your only loss. Yeah. So you okay. are 69 and 51 against the spread all year. 18 games over 500 against the spread. I'm 56 and 64. Okay. Not great. Uh, I, I'm I'm almost speechless. This is. 
That's unreal, but um, okay. Eight games under five hundred. Yeah. And uh you're or eight picks under five hundred. You're eighteen picks over five hundred. That's crazy. And again, I've got zero experience with this. All right, Chiefs and 49ers. 49ers favored by one and a half. Uh Kansas City. It's it's Kansas City. And I hate I hate it. You know, my good friend Lerone who's listening, I'm sure he listens all the time. I'm sorry, man. I don't want to do this. I don't. But they're asking for my honest assessment, so Well, I mean Kansas City. You are eighteen picks over five hundred, so <laughs> Who am I to argue? So I, I don't want to do it. That's why I'm going with San Francisco. There you go. Go for it. I'll tell you why. Sure. Because everybody's saying KC. And you know how I feel about that. Yeah. I don't love that. Everybody's saying I, I don't even know how. Well, how? You don't know sharps. how what? It's the Sharps. I don't know how that they haven't been. The public hasn't been able. I feel like the public has been all over KC, how they haven't moved it. At least to a pick them. Like, how has it stayed San Francisco favored? They they may know something. It's been two, two and a half all week. I mean, the game is in Vegas this time. There could be something going on. I don't know. I'm still going to pick number 15, though. All right. Over, under on the game. 47 and a half. Uh, over. I'm going over. Although Super Bowls typically don't go. I mean. No, it, they do. No, they do. Yeah, it's. No, they go it's, over. It's. Anyway, go ahead. Over. I'm going, going over. under. All right. I think it's one of the underrated things about this game. Uh, mm. uh, the defenses. I really okay. do. I, 47 and a half. I think this is going to go under. 47 and a half. That's three touchdowns and a couple of field goals there. So, I, mean, I don't know. Actually, the uh, t- I'm just telling you, overs usually hit on the Super Bowls. All right. But I'm going under. Who's going to have the most time of possession? Who's going to have the ball more? KC or San Fran? The 49ers will have the ball more. Even though I'm picking Kansas City, which oh. is a little topsy-turvy. But, you know, I, I believe Kansas City will have more explosive plays and therefore they'll have the ball less. I, too, say San Francisco. Just the kind of team they are. First drive of the game. Points or no points? No points. First drive. No points. Teams are... Over, you know, anxious in Super Bowls, so mistakes tend to be made, overthrows, things like that, false starts, penalties, all that. You know, teams are geeked up on the first drive, so typically no points. That's the way I see it. Uh, I am taking no points, and there's a prop bet out there for a touchdown on the first drive. It almost never happens. I'm sure, about to say, I'm sure you get a lot hap- for that. It happened last year. Did you? Did, uh, but. Go back and look. A touchdown on the first drive of the Super Bowl. Very rare. It is. If you're doing that prop bet, it's a no. Don't. Mm. I mean, don't bet it's going to be. By the way, it hardly ever happens, and then you think it's going to go back-to-back years. That would be something. But Mm. I think it happened last year, I think. But it hardly ever happens. So if you have that prop bet in mind, don't take a touchdown on the first drive. All right. More passing yards. Mahomes. Or Purdy? Mahomes. Um, Just going to go with Mahomes on that one. I am going to go with Mahomes as well. Okay. I was going to say, I wish I had some interesting analysis there, but I don't. Believe it or not, they <laughs> their odds are pretty close. Uh, no, I Surprisingly can't enough, no. it's actually almost a pick. 
Mahomes is a slight favorite. Yeah. In that pat in that prop bet. I can see that. If they slight just gather favorite. yards a little differently. But yeah, I can see that though. And finally, Super Bowl MVP. A quarterback or the field? Quarterback. In this league? Are you kidding me? <laughs> they love quarterbacks. They'll find a way to give it to a quarterback. I think. It it is typically the quarterback. I do think Christian McCaffrey stands a chance. Is an interesting one. I think if San Fran wins this thing, him or Debo and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is, is another, one. another one that he those absolutely. guys those guys have the the clout. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, the skins on the wall to get that award over the quarterback that maybe just doesn't light it up. Yeah, just plays well but doesn't light plays it up. Plays well but just doesn't go crazy. If Travis Kelsey gets double-digit catches and the Chiefs win, I don't know how you keep it from him. I mean, there, there's going to be a revolt if he doesn't get MVP. If he gets double-digit catches and the Chiefs win, the, regard, Mahomes could throw four touchdowns. He doesn't have to have one. If he catches 11 balls for 105 yards, he's going to get the MVP. AFC Championship game, he was targeted 11 times. He had 11 catches. Yeah. If he has a couple of touchdowns, oh. it's, he's going to be the he's MVP. Gonna be, he's going to be the MVP. Yeah. Then everyone's going to wait so for the marriage proposal. And the reason this question is in there is because, it, yeah, you, you, would, you hear it and you're like, quarterback there. I'm just telling you. No. This is the this is the year Kelsey and McCaffrey yeah. are two guys that I could see if it's not gonna be a quarterback, oh boy. They could easily win. How special would McCaffrey be? Good yeah. grief. Yeah. Good grief. Mm-hmm. There's the storyline. So there you go. That was the McFarland six pack of picks. We'll come back and put a bow on this week. Get you ready for Super Bowl fifty eight. We'll do that next year on WNSR. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. Why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 255th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. 
tax relief advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids, no matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi my trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships March 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. Nate has reminded me on the YouTube page and on our text line that, remember, I'm supposed to answer Mike's question. And I've been doing some research, and I don't – he did, said I didn't – I just – I don't think we have time to go through all the – I did see where DraftKings is doing bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets for new customers. I've told Mike we're going to do things off the air. Okay. So, all right. I did tell you I was looking at one of the options too, and um, again, Zen Sports first time, first timers. I think it's up to a thousand dollars in your first bet. In credits, not in credits. In, you know, they're not giving cash money in 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 credits. Yeah. So heads up on that. I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot. There's a lot out there for for. Mike, who originally asked me the question, is a first timer. So there, there's a lot of. So I'm going to keep working on. I've been working on looking at. It's hard because I'm not a first timer, and so, um, but I am with Zen. I've never done anything with them, so that's why I was looking at that. Um, but look, if you've never done it, like Mike, this is the opportunity to do it because. Man, it, it's it's favorable for this weekend. Man, is it favorable? <laughs> they, that they will hook you up. Yeah, the it's called the No Danger First Wager. Okay, Zen Sports. Yeah, uh, if you, lose, if you lose your first bet, you'll receive a bonus. 
credited to your account in the amount of a of your lost bet up to a thousand dollars. Oh, up to a thousand dollars. Yeah. So in other words, you've got to bet a thousand dollars, and if you lose, no. that's that's what I heard. No. Read it again, then. You're they're saying you can't do more than a thousand. In other yeah. words, you can't. You can't make a five thousand dollar bet on the Super Bowl sure. and say, and they're not, and they're not going to cover you on that. Yeah, they're saying you make a bet up to a thousand dollars. Yeah, which is a dollar to a thousand. They'll they'll got you if you lose. Yeah, you get so, bonus bets. But to get the thousand dollar credit, you got to bet a thousand. You're not getting a thousand dollar credit. You're getting a credit for whatever you whatever oh, you it's bet. Not a credit. It's if you bet money. if you bet a hundred dollars. Yeah, they'll credit you. If you lose, they're gonna you're gonna get a hundred dollars from free bets. Okay. You don't get a thousand. Okay, no, I understand. I understand. You see what I mean? It's only oh, yeah, on what you bet. Yeah, I got you. But they're saying, hey, you could only go go up to a thousand. No, I understand. Okay, does that make sense? It does. I'm not going to do that, but I understand. <laughs> yeah, not from our conversation yesterday. No, you're not. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite well, the. I, leap I appreciate it though. From yesterday to today. Yeah, I'm, I'm still. <laughs> catch me next season. I'm, you know. Enjoy Super Bowl 58. I think it's going to be a good one. Let's hope it's a good one. And we look forward to breaking it all down on Monday. Have a great weekend. We'll see you then. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer.